0: Everyone, I'm Lisa Welsh, and I'm your host, because you're listening to my podcast called Microgreen for growers and consumers. Hi, everybody. I hope you guys are having a great day. I'm having an okay day. It's been an interesting week. Let's just put it like that. Over the last, I don't know, I'd say probably four months or so, I probably met and talked to you about 50 growers who are new to my area, and answered their questions about how to start growing. And it always amazes me, sometimes the questions that I get asked, um, sometimes I wonder, you know, how much reading do people do before they ask the question, or do they look up an answer first, or do they just get so many conflicting stories that they just really want to ask somebody that maybe they have a relationship or a rapport with because they feel the answer might be more credible in that situation. So... One of the things that people ask a lot, and sometimes a debate my husband and I still will have, to soak or not to soak? What to soak? How long to soak? Why? (laughs) I've seen some different things. So, we don't watch TV in our house. I mean, we have TVs, like eight of them, like really big ones too, but we don't watch TV. I refuse to pay the cable man. Sometimes you just gotta have your standards, and mine is against the franchise of the cable company. I'm not a fan. So, instead, we invite, um, let's see, um, the Alphabet company and all these other software companies into our house through all the technology that we do have. So, we watch YouTube. Well, I should say my husband watches YouTube. I occasionally will watch a little bit. um, Mostly because I'm just busy with other things. And I find that When I listen to people on YouTube, I act like they're the voice of authority. And well, unfortunately, anybody can post a YouTube video, so now I find myself listening to people that maybe aren't necessarily the most credible. So I try to only watch, if I do watch YouTube, people I trust. Which is, again, probably the same thing people do when they ask questions. So, to soak or not to soak, and what to soak, and for how long to soak. Because let me tell you, those things all matter. For example, like when I first started into the industry, I soaked a lot of my seeds for like 12 hours. Sometimes really longer than that because I like to sleep. So I would be asleep a lot longer and it would definitely ex- expand my 12 hour window. And my germination rates were horrible. Right? I know some people that soak for 12 hours and their trays are like flush. For me, not the case. And it might not have just been my soaking, it could have been any number of other things but there are some things to consider um, when you consider soaking so one thing you want to know is which seeds should you or should you not soak well as we know seeds are definitely not created equally right I mean you got your tiny mustard seeds you got your tiny carrot seeds and you got your big uh, sunflowers so they're different and that's basically kind of how you tell so you have your seeds who are tiny Um, Like carrots, lettuce, uh, radish, I don't really consider to be tiny. It's a little bit small, but not overly dill, celery, um, spinach. Most of your brassicas, um, they're small. So, they don't necessarily need to be soaked. Because what is soaking going to do for them anyway, right? What soaking does is um, it gives them an opportunity to start germinating. So when you think about your larger seeds, your corn, um, you soak corn, wheatgrass, um, oh, sunflower, went away, chard, uh, beets, peas, all those you soak. So how does that work? Cause when seeds are in nature, do they really get soaked? No. So when seeds are in nature they're designed to be tough because the world the world is a tough place so what what we do when we we germinate them by soaking them is we we boost their moisture rate so basically a seed is like everything else around us they're super smart right like all forms of life have some kind of great intelligence because they know when it's safe for them to germinate and when it's not so when you soak seed you're signaling to them that the moisture is is high and that it's an indication the seed can germinate and have a safe time growing so that sounds fun right you know, it doesn't sound like it's a bad thing but how long cuz did you know that you can drown your seed I don't actually know if that's true or not I googled it one time and I read that someone said if you soak your seeds for too long you can drown them which i would tend to believe to be true but when people sprout seeds they don't drown so i'm not quite sure how that works but i can see how keeping it submerged in water could have adverse an adverse effect on it so it also removes the protective coating did you know that they have protective coatings it helps to stop the seed from germinating when they're uh they live in a moisture a moist climate or if you're talking about any of your fruits but we're not really talking about those because we're talking about microgreens but if we were a lot of the fruit trees and a lot of the fruit seeds are have a coating on them so that they don't germinate when they're like inside the fruit just so you know now you know something new um the biggest reason i think you soak the seeds is because you soften it dude especially with peas i mean you fill up a whole i don't know Big container of water, and you put your peace seeds in there, and then as you go back, twelve of what is it? I think I had to do many for six. Six hours later, you just like half the water's gone. Whoa. And the seeds have all gotten bigger. Um and that's because it it gets absorbed into the seed and it begins to break down the outermost shell of the seed. Um and and that's why, because the seed is the hardest part this the shell, sorry, is the hardest part of the seed, because it's what's meant to protect it. So In nature, uh, seeds are naturally consumed by animals, right? And some of the the best plants grow from, you guessed it, um, poop, animal scat, to be more politically correct. But I don't wanna be politically correct. They get it from poop, and they get it from poop because it's wet, and they get wet and germinate in the poop, and then they come out, and then they um, make plants, and it sounds fun. But we don't want to deal with poop, because that just sounds gross, and I would not be around if we worked in industry with poop. Nope, I could find another job. So, so, how do you want to germinate your seeds? Well, there is conflicting evidence on that. Because in everything, if you ask enough people, somebody's going to disagree or have a new method. Um, I actually saw something I've never seen before. So, you know the mucinogenic seeds, basil, crust, right? You get them wet. And bam, this outer shell comes, this invisible shell comes, and they become sticky. I've heard that people soak their basil seed, And I'm like, what? How's that? I also heard about a chick who's making about half a million dollars a year selling people basil seed, Just seed. That's a whole other topic. Anyhow, what I'm saying is they basically get those seeds wet and despite the fact that they become sticky and mucinogenic they seem to germinate which i thought to be interesting now i've never tried it myself so i can't really tell you if it works but if you've tried it hey let us know because i'd be curious to see if somebody's actually done it um but you just want to place your seeds in a, in a bowl um, we actually have um so all of the seeds we soak we put into mesh nets okay and we drop them in to our containers i basically bought a bunch of stuff at tj maxx and they're just those large like i guess they're sugar and spice containers that you keep in in the cupboard so we just keep them there and then we throw the seeds in we do put our seeds so that they stay submerged so what we do is we take our seeds in a a mesh pouch if you will think of a jewelry like a jewelry bag where you know it has those little holes in it drop it to the bottom with your seeds inside of course tie it. Then we put a weight on top of it to keep the seeds at the bottom so the seeds can't float to the top and then only half of them will get wet. We keep them all at the bottom, put the water in, and then seal the container and we leave it for our period of time. Sounds like a lot of work. It's really not. And the cool thing is, is on our new um, Grow It Yourself kits, dude, we give you the bag so literally when you get a kit, if you have any seeds that need to soak, they're inside your grow kit, in a soaking bag. So all you gotta do is just drop them in the water for a period of time. Um, But that's, that's how we do it. Now, the other question is, what kind of liquid? Hmm, what do you mean? No, don't give them vodka. I mean, they might like vodka. That'd be an interesting experiment. But, <laughs> the question is, what temperature should the water be? If it's too hot, what are you gonna do? Food, you're gonna cook them. If it's too cold, well, they're just gonna be cold. It really doesn't do anything. But a lot of people argue that you should put them in warm water, um, because it will seed up the germination process. Well, why? Well, because if you're trying to, um, I guess, replicate uh, good conditions for it to grow, and it's a lot of moisture in the air. It's typically a warmer type of of time of year it's not like winter time when you feel a lot of moisture in the air in the winter it's drier so that would make sense as to why that would help the seed speed up the process um some people though stick acidic liquids into the seeds now like coffee or vinegar mixed with water now i have never tried that i don't necessarily know if i would want to try that I mean, maybe. Nah, I'm going to say it. I'm never going to try it. But if you've tried it, I'm curious to know about it. Because I can't see how that would help anything. But, hey, if it does something different or special, or you've noticed it yourself, let me know. Because I usually just gather a bunch of information from a bunch of sources and share it with you. But nonetheless, that's what I got. So, the most common time frame I've heard is 12 hours. And that's crap. Dude, at 12 hours, like I said, my stuff was not growing. But guess what? The most weirdest thing happened. So, my husband, he's the green thumb. I'm the black thumb, in case you didn't know. Um, But, and so that's why I do the podcast. Because if this black thumb over here can figure it out, y'all all surely can. And if not, well, just keep hanging with me. We'll figure it out somehow. So, when you germinate your seed, right? They said 12 hours, 12 hours. I was like, man... This stuff is taking forever, and cilantro—forget about it. Are you kidding me? I'm trying to grow this stuff for like six months and can't figure it out. What the heck is going on here? Then my husband's like, well, "I don't want to germinate that long. Let's try doing it for like four hours." I'm like four hours. I can't get this stupid plant to grow at all at twelve. What makes you think it's gonna grow with less time soaking? Oh my goodness! Bam, like that. Our yield like tripled. It was crazy. So, you wanna play with your times. You really do. I would've originally thought, no, you know, do whatever he says, or do more, right? Like, take it and do more. Work harder. If, If it's good at 10, it'll be definitely better at 20. Not always the case. So, you have to really play around. And that's why a lot of times, it gets confusing because everybody just wants the quick answer. What's the quick answer, what's the quick answer? Well, the quicker answer is, you wanna be in a business, you're gonna to have to take some time to learn some things. And it's gonna come from trial and error. No one can tell you exactly what's gonna happen. Because for somehow, some reason, um, could be salt level, level ugh, salt moisture in the air. It could be, I don't know, some crazy sciencey thing that I'm too beyond, too un-beyond to know about. that makes it different in one location as opposed to another. I don't know why my seeds will germinate here, but if I was doing the exact same thing in Wisconsin, they wouldn't germinate as well. True story. I tried it once. Um, so there is no. I mean, if there is, I don't know what it is. And I'd probably need somebody really smart to tell me what it is. And well, if you're that super smart person, well, you can go ahead and call me. Um, so before you soak your sh- seeds, however, you want to check your weather so that you know that the temperature is going to be right. Because I know some of you guys do grow outside. At least you grow outside during certain months. Or your shelves are outside. You just want to make sure that the weather is conducive to planting and getting them into the ground. Because you definitely do not want to leave them sit out so that they can mold or rot. So, keep that in mind. Always keep it in mind. Or, like, don't do it when you, like, got to go to town and, like, could forget. Because I think I've done that, too maybe tell all my secrets um so that's kind of a little bit about soaking seeds and kind of the highlights and lowlights um but i personally love to soak cilantro seeds because they smell so pretty i mean and don't feel bad about your seeds i mean somebody i know Likes to think that every seed is like a little baby and that therefore we should you know pamper and take care of this little baby and it just can't make it on its own it's a poor little seed and, oh if i didn't harvest it we gotta save it look seeds were designed to be abused by mother nature and mother nature is not kind to a little seed um they got harsh heats they got colds they got wet very wet dry conditions um they got an acid-filled digestive tract of animals and yet they still continue to grow so y'all seeds have continued to develop over millions of years with defenses to survive awful conditions conditions that you and i we would not make it i would not make it a day in fact i got two slivers the other day it was not good i think i still left one in because my husband was trying to take them out for me and well that hurt a little too much so I was like, I just let it stay in me forever. Mm-hmm. I tend to be dramatic. But if you listen to me for a while, you probably figure that out. So basically, those are some things you might want to do um, to soak your seeds. But you do need to soak them. And that's why a lot of seeds will say soak or not soak. Seeds will also say weight or not wait. And people say, well, why would I put weight on it? Because you're going to let that seed grow strong strong roots, it's gonna push that weight right up off of it. And I think that's one of my favorite things is when somebody gets a grow kit, right? They're like, oh, I'll take one of these grow kits. Like, Okay, and they'll be like, I want sunflower seeds. I'm like, yes, that's a good choice. Because I kid you not, no matter what what happens between them going home and planting that seed, as soon as they go back to check it out of germination and they see that, that the sunflowers have like literally pushed that weight off of the container, Wow! Who would have thought? I'm like, yes! Seeds. Seeds are resilient things. They're magical. They're awesome. They are meant to feed us all. Uh, So much. So they're definitely... They're doing their job. And we grow microgreens. So do we want it to grow fast? Yes. Do we want it to grow and be as profitable as possible? Yes. We're in the business of eating people and making money. So our job is to get it to grow as fast as we can and as delicious as we can. So that's pretty much what I got for you today. Now, on to a little side note. So I had the opportunity to watch something, well, I'm sure you guys did too. Watch something interesting take place in the world the last few days. So my son decided to buy into dogecoin long time ago and he bought in at the suggestion of um one of our neighbors just came over um, my son's been since he turned 18 and he's a few months past 18 or whatever he wanted to invest money like the day he turned 18 he wanted money to invest so we gave him a few bucks he invested and when i mean a few bucks i mean literally yeah it was a few bucks so He's been working and he's built his account up to, I think, like, two grand. Maybe. Maybe it's, like, a grand. I don't know. Um. And he just does his thing and I try to just kind of stay out of it. Because he doesn't want to listen to me anyway. Because apparently I don't know nothing to a teenage boy. Which is fine. I mean, I do not listen to my mom at his age either. I regretted that decision later. But, you know. Yeah, he'll learn his own lesson. But so far... I'm waiting for society and, like, life to teach him a lesson. Like, if you stick all your money in Dogecoin and it goes bad, you're going to lose it all. Oh, but that doesn't happen. My son sticks all his money in Dogecoin and then he cashes out at, like, I don't know, he's made, like, a ten or $12,000 profit. And I'm, like, going, hmm, well, that's a little bit of money. And when I stuck a few dollars into Dogecoin, let me just tell you, the stock market did not like it. And it just went down and down. And <laughs> so I went up the first day, down the second day. And I was like, I should probably just get out now, because this is ridiculous. I go in and the whole thing just crashes. Um, but the thing that I found interesting wasn't that he made money in a stock. I mean, congratulations, it's great for him. He better buy a car, because mom was tired of not having her car. Um, but the interesting thing was, To watch him calculate his risk, right? Because we're all in business. So we take risk. And we uh, try to make moves with our company to uh, build a future basically for our families. And how do we determine what risk we're gonna take and what risk we won't take? And I'd like to consider myself to be, let's see, I would say I almost will take no risk in certain areas of my life. Like, none. Messing with the IRS? Mm-mm. Never. Nope. Um, now with, uh, I don't know, jaywalking in the street? Sure. No problem. So, like, we all have our own risk and rewards and, and our own decisions of what motivates us. But it's, it was very interesting to watch someone who I used to have no risk, especially when it came to, like, uh, finances. It was like, whatever. I, and I do still believe that You have money you don't have money it comes it goes and literally money's always moving so we never really have it anyway so it's just gonna keep moving but the more you make it move the more it'll move to you so but it was interesting to watch my my son go oh mom i actually i'm like are you gonna go buy a car now and he goes oh no mom if i take that money out and i buy a car one i gotta pay the taxes on it and two i'll be back to where i started and as opposed to this next time, when I invest all that money, $10, $15, whatever it is, into the next account and I get lucky again, then I'll have even more money. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, most people don't make those kind of stack choices like multiple times. But every stack he's bought into, he goes in completely unafraid. Not afraid to lose it all. Although, I suppose after he's lost it all, maybe that opinion will change. I think sometimes we become scared because of failures that we've had but at the end of the day I don't necessarily know if anything's really a failure because we did learn something from that like that might be what makes it exactly worthwhile so that is my podcast in a nutshell this week so the question was to soak or not to soak I soak some of my seeds actually I really don't even soak any of my seeds my husband does that but I do put them in the cute little bags And if you buy a grow kit, I totally put them all in the bag too because that's kind of my thing. So yes, I did the bags and make them all pretty and tell you to soak them. But think about it. If you want them to go faster or if you have a customer who doesn't understand uh, the timetable of how long it needs to make their orders, you can always throw it in a little bit warmer water. It'll get it feeling nice and warm and like it's safe to come out and your seed will start to germinate a little bit faster. So, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to me. I did enjoy talking to you. I wish I could interact more with you. Because, well, there's a lot of you that listen. Like, and I've seen a lot of you. And it'd be kind of cool one day to actually get the opportunity to speak with you guys. Or, I don't know, kind of know who you are on some kind of level. But I don't know how to make that happen. So if you know how to make that happen for me, you just let me know. I was thinking maybe we'd do a live podcast on Clubhouse, where you guys can just join in and we can kind of speak in there, because I honestly think we should all be on Clubhouse talking about all the amazing things our products do, because they have got such amazing properties. Why wouldn't we want to tell the world? We should be telling the world, because we can't change the world without first educating the world you guys have a great day and I'll see you next week. Bye.